Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. Yes, today is Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Diary of a Heels Black Woman podcast. I absolutely love Mondays. And somebody, I know somebody's going to ask, why you like Mondays? I hate Mondays. I hate getting out of bed. I hate getting dressed for work or whatever. I love Mondays because it is a day that you can actually hit the reset button for an entire new week to do something great. So while most people dread Mondays, I absolutely love it. I embrace it and I take complete control of my week. Because believe it or not, we have the power to control how our week is going to go. We have the power to control how our day is going to go. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whatsoever a man speaks, that's what it's going to be. So you create the week, the day, the month, the year that you want by the words that are coming out of your mouth. So today, even though it's Monday, a day that you dread coming, you have to speak, decree, and declare what you want to see for that day and that week. So with that being said, I'm excited. As usual, I am excited about today because I know that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. He's given us a breath of life. I mean, somebody is mourning right now. Someone didn't wake up this morning. So therefore, I wake up every single day with excitement because it's a new day. It's a new day. So I don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has to worry about itself. I worry about today. I'm grateful for today. So with that being said, I'm excited to be here with episode three, guys. We are at episode three. I'm excited about it. And to think that I was absolutely afraid to get on the mic and really do this. But God has given me the strength and the courage to do it, even though I'm still a little nervous. But I do know that this is my calling and this is something that I must do to help my sisters and brothers all across the globe. So this episode will be titled, What is Love? And I want to define this quite clearly because I have a lot of people inboxing me, asking me, you know, about love and how to love and how to identify what love really is. And this is a very important topic that I think that will be beneficial to um, to many people to understand what love really, really is. So before we do anything else, let's first define the word love. Because once you understand love's meaning and how it was conceived and its true intent and purpose, then you will be able to see why its presence plays such a vital role in your relationship with others. So let's see what the world's definition of love, according to Google, Merriam-Webster has to say about the word love. So their definition says it's a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties an attraction based on sexual desire, affections, and tenderness felt by others, affection based on admiration, benevolence, or common interests, and assurance of affection, warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. Okay, I must admit, there's a lot of fluff in that right there, but let's see what the Bible's definition of love 
is, as it explained by the creator of love. And this is coming from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And and it reads, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. (laughs) It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. And it's always hopeful and endures through every circumstances. Now that is the true definition of love. (laughs) Okay, I know you guys like totally see the complete difference in those definitions. Like the world definition is just total fluff. It doesn't give you like real meaning. It's talking about all of this craziness or whatever. But when you get the Bible definition, when you really, really, really get the definition of what love really is and what it means and all the attributes that comes along with it, then you can get understanding of why people act the way they act or whatever, because it says love is patient. You know, in relationships, you know, we we don't have patience and we have to understand that in this thing called love, we have to have patience. Patience is kind, you know, it's not jealous. You have to understand where jealousy comes from. You know, oh God, Google don't give you everything, people. And that's just simply why I don't go to Google for everything, because the world tends to base its interpretation of love primarily on physical pleasure and attraction. But the Bible focuses is more spiritual and is built on mutual respect, trust, and faith. So 1 Corinthians 14.1 says to let love be your highest goal. Really? Okay. It says, let me read that again. 1 Corinthians 14 and 1 says to let love be your highest goal rather than physical gratification. People, let me tell you something. Why this verse is so, this verse is just so powerful and significant. It's because you can literally possess every single thing in the entire world. But if love is missing from your life, your soul will remain empty and unfulfilled. Okay. I can't get no amens on that, but I, I, I feel it. I felt that. If love is missing from your life, your soul will remain empty and unfulfilled. That's why I'm saying always let love be your goal. In any relationship that you build, love has to be at the very top of it. And if love is at the top, then guess what? You cannot fail. So it is vitally important that you understand that love should be powered by a decision rather rather than by your feelings. Listen, feelings change, okay? What do I mean by that? We were taught in English class that love is a verb. Love is an action and a choice. You choose to love someone. You choose to be patient. You choose to be polite. You choose to be compromised or whatever. But love means you are making a conscious commitment to honor, respect, and obey your significant other. This is why it is imperative 
that you never base love solely on your feelings because your feelings change just as frequently as the weather. One minute is hot, one minute is cold. Feelings are made up of chemicals found within our bodies that are modified every few seconds. When these chemicals change, you're suddenly forced to interpret a new feeling and emotion that are swirling around in our brain. This is why 90% of couples break up because our feelings are just fluctuating and it's altering our feelings. And then the entire relationship is thrown off balance. It's just crazy how these chemicals work. That's why you should never base a relationship off of feeling. And we also must remember that love is an action word that isn't the responsibility of just one person. It requires that both you and your significant other work equally hard to keep that love alive. Staying in love takes a commitment, period. On both parts. It's not just one person to come into the relationship and make somebody's happy, make someone happy. It is both of you's part to make you know each other happy equally. You know, if a man hasn't made a commitment to love you and is just stringing you along, then it's time to pack up everything, every feeling, every emotion, everything that you loved inside, and it's time to flee. Get up out of there and G to the O and go. Never stay in a relationship for affection or attention. You know, I read a lot on social media. Um, a lot of my friends post and seeing the things that they go through or whatever. And it just breaks my heart to see women emotionally damaged because of a man. And they feel like they need to stay in these relationships because of financial support or things of that nature. You ladies, y'all need to come and step up a little bit here because you're better than that. You are way better than that. And you're selling yourself short. You understand me? You are selling yourself short because I tell my clients all the time, you teach people how to treat you. And if you allow a man to treat you less than what you deserve or less than what you want in life, then guess what? That's the way they're going to treat you. Do not allow a person to treat you less than you deserve, ladies. Don't do it. Let this be your defining moment, sis. It's time to do some serious self-inventory and soul searching. Ask yourself this question. Does he deserve me? If the answer is no, then he isn't worth the tears, girl. Wash your beautiful face and the smudge from the eyeliner off your eyes, girl. Brush those gorgeous eyebrows up and dab on some lip gloss and pop it. Hold your head up high as you walk away, queen, because you don't deserve that. And once you start identifying your worth, then guess what? Others will identify it and respect it as well. Queens do not let their crowns fall. So you hold your head up high, my sister, and you walk up out of that relationship like, you know what? I love me. I choose me. And you go on and allow God to give you the strength that you need to keep moving forward. Okay, so now that we've established what is love, let's now discuss the birth of love. After all, in order to really know what love is, you need to understand where and why it first originated. 
1 John 4, 7 says, we must love each other because love comes from God. Verse 9 says that God showed how much he loved us by sending his only and his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. I mean, real love. Now, think for just one moment. Do you know anyone else who would actually be willing to lay down their life for the entire world? You you couldn't think of anything, right? Or anyone. Because I wouldn't, okay? We live in a generation full of ungrateful, selfish, evil, envious people. And even though we may feel that they aren't worth dying for, guess what? God believed they were. God sent his only son as a living sacrifice so that we could experience abundant life, okay? So while love was certainly demonstrated when Jesus gave his life for us, his love wasn't filled with roses, chocolate candy hearts, or Hallmark cards. There was nothing romantic about this love. This love was raw. It was just absolutely amazing. No tender smiles or sweet words were exchanged as God watched his son stagger beneath the weight of the cross. This love was hard. I can only imagine how God must have battled with the decision to allow his son Jesus to serve as a living sacrifice for such a sinful, cruel, evil world. The pain had to be immeasurable in the same way because we're all the children of God. We're all children of God. And because we're children of God, this means he suffers each time we passionately profess love for another human being only to end up carelessly throwing away that love once we no longer want to put forth the effort. We're disrespecting God's precious gift of love whenever we treat others so callously. The same love Jesus displayed on the cross is woven within the fibers of our souls. Mm, 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 mm. This is why love is so powerful, why it's so emotional, why it's so intense, it is so vulnerable, and why it stings so badly whenever someone takes advantage of it. Would you give your only child as a sacrifice to save the world? Absolutely not. I don't think so. What Jesus did for us was real, genuine, agape love. So from now on, whenever we consider the word love, let's remember that. Jesus surrendered his own life to honor and express true love in action, which is something that many of us are not capable of doing. Nothing drives us more tirelessly than love. It was love that brought us into the world. It was love at first sight that immediately bonded us to our children when we instantly held them. It was love that often gives us the strength to keep going during sleepless nights whenever a child or loved one needs help. However, as fiercely as we might love one another, the reality is we can't make someone return that love if it isn't already present within their heart. Luke 6.45 says, A good man produces good things from the treasures of a good heart. 
And an evil person produces evil things from the treasures of their heart. If a person has never witnessed real love, he won't, he won't even know how to express it. Furthermore, the painful truth is that he also won't be able to reciprocate love if he never intended to honor you to begin with. Mm. His goal may have ultimately been to simply hit it and quit it, sis. He wasn't even planning a long-lasting relationship with you anyways, but you envisioned something entirely different in your mind. A lot of times women do that, and we, before the relationship even forms, before it has even been official, we start forming all kinds of things in our mind, um, how the relationship is going to be, how the future is going to be, our last name, changing it to his. And, you know, it's just so much that we do. And as a result, you fell in love with the illusion. So how can you judge a person's sincerity? One way is to pay attention when he speaks. Remember that someone's word can only flow from a place that already exists within his heart. If his soul is filled with rage and dishonesty, that's exactly what he'll eventually display. Has he ever verbally attacked you with vicious accusations in a moment of anger only to then sweetly murmur, you know, I didn't mean those things a few minutes later? Just note that chances are he meant every word. As Maya Angelou once said, the first time someone shows you who they are, believe them. I'm here to tell you today, sis, it's okay to walk away if you aren't being treated the way you deserve to be treated. Never sacrifice your heart to a one-sided, loveless relationship. It's time to get up from the table when love is no longer being served. Trust me when I tell you this. There's a blessing waiting just on the other side of letting go. You just have to let go, sis. You will never be able to receive anything if you don't know how to let some things go. God has already set aside the heart that's meant to love you. He's just waiting patiently for you to heal and become whole. And the first step to restoring your soul is to stop allowing flaw, false love appearing real to keep you in a broken, toxic, unhealthy relationship. Guard your heart, sis. Moving too quickly can result in becoming too vulnerable too quickly. Stop being so fast, girl. <laughs> when your ultimate desire is to have an everlasting love, you must first lay down a foundation of friendship before building a house of intimacy. I think I need to say that again. When your ultimate desire is to have an everlasting love, you must first lay down a foundation of friendship before building a house of intimacy. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to tell you, sis, you're giving the cookies up too quick, too fast, too soon. And guess what? A lot of these men think like this. Why buy the cow when the milk is free? Don't be that woman to be out here giving it up. And then once you do that, 
you you left high and dry. The Bible simply states, do not give your pearls into the swine unless they will turn around and trample over it and call you all kinds of names. Don't do it. It's important to seek God's desire rather than, than to simply rely on our own. Too often people remove God from the equation and end up spiraling headfirst down the wrong path. We've all heard that communication is the key to any relationship, right? Yeah. So why leave God out of ours? Poor communication with either God or your partner will cause the relationship to end badly. If you're too afraid to communicate how you genuinely feel with your significant other, then this is possibly a sign that you should reconsider the relationship because honestly, you should be able to talk with him about anything that's on your heart. Sarah Jakes Roberts said, many say they want love, but nobody really wants the vulnerability that love requires. We have to be vulnerable enough and humble enough to receive the love we say we desire. Being vulnerable is necessary, is a necessary part of loving someone. A lot of times we don't want to be vulnerable, but guess what? We have to be vulnerable because that's a part of loving someone. But to allow someone else to love you the way you desire, you definitely have some behind the scenes work to do. First, you need to pull down all of those emotional walls that you built to protect yourself following past relationships. I know it's scary. I know it's scary. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. But give yourself permission to be vulnerable to the person God has sent your way. It's okay to have those walls up at the beginning. However, to fully achieve that happy, loving relationship, you must learn to self-monitor the situation and give him the benefit of the doubt while you're rebuilding your internal trust. Show him the person you know yourself to be. And don't be ashamed of who you are. You know, be who you are. Like, really be 100% authentic with him so that he can get the true you. Don't be ashamed of that. Get from behind that veil and come in the forefront and say, this is who I am. Just like Mary J. Blige said, take me as I am or have nothing at all. You must walk in your truth, sis, 100%, withholding nothing. If a man truly loves you and he knows deep within his spirit that you are the one God has chosen for him, he's going to love you even the more once he gets to know you, know the real you. Don't pretend to be someone you're not just to win his approval. Besides, you don't want him to find out the actual you from someone else. If he can't handle or accept who you are, then you know The relationship isn't ordained by God. The heart that's meant to love you will not be satisfied until he finds you. That's love. Amen, amen. And that wraps up another episode of Diary of a Healed Black Woman podcast. I pray that someone or whoever has listened to this on today, you have received something that God has really touched your heart in reference to what is love, that you have a greater understanding of what love is and how love is displayed and what love really needs to be about. 
I pray that it has blessed your spirit and your soul until we meet again. You all have an amazing, blessed, prosperous day. Share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.